listening to Splash with Shalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul. Well, happy New Year, Splash family. I can't even believe it's 2022. We're still here, buddy. (laughs) Welcome to Splash. We're just here to splash you with a little love, laughter, and encouragement to rehydrate your soul. And let me tell you, you know, buddy, every year I don't do New Year's resolutions. That's right. Because they're gone that's by, right. you know, January 20th. <laughs> so I do words. Yes, that's true. And rude. this is what's so that's crazy right. and exciting about our guest that's joining us today. Mm-hmm. My word for 2022 is hope. Mm. I think mm. it gets used in such unique ways. People tattoo it on them. People call their kids them. And yet we really don't know what that means. And I met this woman back when I was speaking at Catalyst, who's going to be our next guest. I'm kind of holding it back a little bit for a minute. And I I told you this one story. You know, my pops' wife, Catherine, right. at 50, mm-hmm. as healthy as all get out, ran right. two miles every day, right. ate great, was probably 125 pounds, gets a stroke at 50 years old. That's right. And mm-hmm. everything goes back to the fetal position. Right. My pops cared for her for 21 years yes, until she did. went to heaven yes. and threw her wheelchair into hell, right? Mm-hmm. And I was remembering feeding her, because we would have dinner every Wednesday mm-hmm. night, in Calabasas at the Sagebrush Cantina, because right. I love That's Mexican. Right. You know That's me, right. me and my fajitas. And I see this woman that looks like she's walking up to our table as I'm feeding Kay. And Bryce goes, this woman walks up and she walks right up to Kay. And I'm like, oh, she's in a wheelchair. I mean, it was literally like she gracefully was walking up. And she's like, I just wanted to tell you I was admiring your family from a distance. And it's just so beautiful. Mm. And I, I'm like, wow. And she, I said, thank you. Thank you for coming over and saying mm-hmm. hello. And then her and her husband take off, right? Mm-hmm. And Bryce, my husband, goes, you know who that was? And I go, that woman has Jesus in her. That's all I know. <laughs> like, I could just feel the right. presence of Jesus. He goes, Shalene, that was Johnny Erickson Tata. And I'm like, shut up, right? Wow. Now fast forward mm-hmm. to, I think, three years ago, five years ago, I'm speaking at Catalyst in Orange County. Mm-hmm. And... This woman graciously is like walking up to me to say hello. And then I realized, oh, she's in a wheelchair. It's our next guest, Catherine Wolf. Oh Oh my gosh, she was there with her husband, Jay, to promote their book, was just coming out at the time, Hope Heals. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, welcome, welcome to the Splash Zone. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you, Shirley. (laughs) Well, the the most beautiful thing about that story, I'm not even sure if you know this, that for many years, I think from 2012 until we moved in 2018, Johnny Tada mentored me. Oh, um, oh I, wow. would, I, I lived in Culver City, and my husband would drive me to Westlake Village, and wow. Johnny and I would spend part of the day together. Wow. And Ken, her wonderful husband, would encourage Jay yes. in our marriage, yes. in our lives, and they really became anchor mentor couples, ending with my baby shower in Calabasas, California, where Johnny not only came to my baby shower, she sang um, to all of my guests um, worship songs of hope in Jesus. It was one of the greatest moments of my life. Well, you may have met maybe one, two, or three of my grandchildren who were docents at uh, oh, Johnny's I, ministry. I so, 
you probably at, at the International Disability <laughs> yes, Center. I yes. wonder if I did at the IDC. How did. fabulous! <laughs> I have to tell you though, just to, to button gift. up that cool story. When we met you at Catalyst um, out in Orange County. You and Jay then went, people wanted to speak to you or get you mic'd up because you were going to be speaking. My husband said, that's remarkable. He goes, she's the only other person I've ever met that reminds me of Johnny Erickson Dada. And it's like, this is what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. We had a show that uh, aired a few weeks ago with Lisa Bevere, and she's talking about godmothers and mm -hmm. how we need to step up and like mm -hmm. pour into the younger that's right. you know, generation that's now taking the baton and going mm -hmm. across the world. I mean, you guys write books, you do camps, you're speaking everywhere. You Didn't oh. you do your last camp like online? You made it so fun. Um, mm -hmm. so, oh, yeah, we did because of COVID. We that's had right. to. Yes. Oh, wow. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Our son, Kirk, uh, well, you're in Georgia now. He has a camp called Camp Firefly. Yes. And he's been doing that for over 30 years at Callaway Gardens. Oh, so, that's amazing. Yeah. You may have told me that when we met. I oh, love I, that okay. so much. Yes. And yeah. is, it, is it for families with disabilities or campers or uh, is it a family camp? Uh, chronic, or what is it? Uh, chronically and critically ill children, mostly Terminally cancer. Ill, yeah. Cystic fibrosis, oh, those a, kind of things. But the same thing, you know, a whole yeah. week with the families. And just really Absolutely. splashing them with love. Mm -hmm. That's so And it, it's throughout the summer months in Calaway? Yeah, it's that. usually the end of June, beginning of July. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've been doing it for yeah, 30 years. 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to go. That's incredible. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm telling you, they should bring you in here. Yeah, live I out know. there. It'd be great. I know. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm like an hour from Calaway. That's wild. Yeah. I love that he does that here. Yeah. How cool. Yeah. yeah. For those of you listening, our Splash family, who don't know Catherine and mm -hmm. Jay Wolf, I'm going to let her give you a little bit of her backstory because this, this story is unbelievable. And hearing you speak a couple months ago was so healing for me in just kicking my own butt about my own little pity parties I can make up in my head or in makeup in my circumstances. Right. Yeah. And I love the mission that you and your husband are on to just disrupt the myth that joy can only be found in a pain-free life. Because yes, you have yes. the most, I want your life. I mean, when I listen to oh. you and I see you and I'm like, it's so attractive. And so I want to give people the backstory because, you know, you guys were over here in our neck of the woods in Malibu and you, he was going to go to, going to law school. My husband's a lawyer and he was going to law school at Pepperdine Law. But right. tell us the story. You guys get married. You're the homecoming queen. You look like Absolutely. you're on the cover of, uh, you know, Vogue magazine. You were, you came out here to pursue the entertainment oh. industry, right? Well, yeah, I, I mean, that's that's really blown up. I was doing some commercial work. I and bet. It had, you know, I bet. I had some success, and we were happily married, living to Pepperdine. We even had a little baby along the way. Yeah, James. Life was awesome and easy. We're 26 years old. No health problems, no warning, no medical history. I'm perfectly able-bodied. And out of nowhere, I have a massive stroke on the campus of Pepperdine University, actually, right near where you are, and very nearly died. I went into 16 hours of microbrain surgery um, to save my life and then spent 40 days at ICU, two and a half months in the acute rehab, another year and a half in a brain rehab. Mm. And in total, I would have had 13 surgeries to date and am extremely impaired. Um, and I should tell you what happened 
was a congenital defect I was born with, a birth defect, basically, called an AVM, an arterial venous malformation, had ruptured in my brainstem and caused the stroke. And it was something I never knew that I had sure. um, until I was 26 and when it ruptured. And it's, it's so cool to tell y'all that when... It ruptured and I had this stroke and then subsequently became so disabled that I always thought for years after the stroke that I was so impaired because I was a stroke survivor, that 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 my situation, my wheelchair, my inability to drive, my paralyzed face, my hand that doesn't work, that these were all because I was a stroke survivor. But that actually is not it at all. Mm. The reason I am so impaired is because the wise and careful surgeon mm. made the decision to sacrifice certain things so that I could sustain life. So I think that is a powerful, powerful biblical concept in all of our stories, that the ultimate wise and careful position is in fact making a way that he's, there may be sacrifices made, but it's so that we can live. And I believe if you have a pulse, you have a purpose. Let's and go, let's yeah. go. Absolutely. And of course, I have a pulse and plenty of things do not work on my body and mm. probably they will not this side of heaven. Mm. And yet I have tremendous purpose. Mm. And obviously the wise surgeon um, kept me alive and the ultimate wise surgeon right. had mm. pur- purpose in this world for me to do. Amen. Amen. Yes, he did. I mean, here you yeah. are with a brand new baby, six months old, right? Right. So, yeah. So, James. <laughs> Young James mama. Was, exactly. He was six months old when I had the stroke. And he is now 14 years old in eighth grade and doing wonderfully. <sighs> And John was born six years ago. So I I took eight year break there after the stroke, but I was cleared to become pregnant again um, and had John summer 2015. And it's really, really special to share. If if we have a moment about his name, I'd love to tell you. Please, no, it's all you, please. Wonderful. His name is John Nestor Wolf, and his middle name, Nestor, we thought was us naming him for my neurosurgeon, Nestor Gonzalez. Oh, your wife. Yes. Wow. He saved my life. Yeah, he said he saved my life, and we named our son after him. Mm. However, subsequently, we have come to find out that the name Nestor in Hebrew means seeker of miracles. So we named our child. (gasps) Oh, you just gave me the chills. Oh, it's it's, it's so powerful. Who could believe that? It's crazy. So, so special. John, his first name is, um, you know, just John, you've heard of John. That's that, right. <laughs> John, John means the Lord has been gracious is mm. the meaning of the word John. And he has in our story. I love John 9. I love verse verse 3, John 9, 3. Then someone asked Jesus why the man was born blind. And Jesus replies, 
so that the works of God might be revealed in him. And of course, that is our prayer for our John, John Esther, that the works of God would be revealed through his life. Mm, mm, mm. And so, just, culture, so yeah, so wow. John is, is six years old now in kindergarten and doing wonderfully as well. You know, wow. he's been a wild little baby, <laughs> toddler, everything. And this disabled mom definitely has a hard time keeping up. But wow. it is just a gift to have these these two sweet boys. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm just deeply, deeply blessed that the Lord has allowed me more days on earth mm-hmm. to um, raise these guys and share share the hope of Christ. Um, I mean, people are going to be story. lining up to marry them. I mean, the compassion mm-hmm. and love oh. and beauty. Yeah. When I watch videos, because you guys are so transparent, inviting people into your home and your sons and modeling their dad, loving oh, yeah. their mother in sickness and in health and the joys. I mean, your house, I want to hang out in your house. Like there's just so much oh, joy going you on. So Shailene. It's, it is <sighs> just such, um, yeah, I saw them dancing on one of your Instagrams <laughs> the other day. I was like dying. Your, your older oh, one was just, he was doing yeah, the boogie. I'm like, yeah, he, he's got to do dancing dance with the stars. He's got to be on the next dancing with the stars. Adorable. Well, we, we, we do have a lot of dance parties and a lot of joy in the home because, um, I think, you know, what, is so cool about families where there is disability in the story is you are with your lives disrupting the deep idol of a pain-free life you're really you spend your life upending that right that there there can be joy even in hard things that good and hard coexist and so you're really teed up if you can free yourself from the desire to live a quote-unquote normal life, there is such joy available. And I think wow. children, parents who are disabled or siblings, we call we call siblings typical siblings if they have a sibling that has disabilities. And the typical siblings always have a different different character about mm-hmm. them. There's just there's a different level of compassion and different level of joy. Yeah, you made up a word that needs to be put in the dictionary now. I love it when I heard you speak at this event. Yes. You call it the good hard. The That's good right. Hard. The good right. hard. I lo- uh, I unpack that. Unpack hard. that for our Splash family. It's the good hard. It's it's absolutely. Yes. I'm so I'm so glad you remember that and brought oh. it up because that is it. Life is never one note. It's always good and hard at the mm. same time. They are not mutually exclusive. They coexist. And that, that's life. I'm sure you can attest. It's never sure. one note. Mm. And life is always for the Christian until we are in heaven, um, good and hard, that there is sadness and pain and suffering. But in those same moments, there is joy and beauty and God is doing really incredible things. I know I heard your husband, he talked about just the compassion and you see, I mean, I got to see that at Catalyst. I've seen you guys, I mean, a couple times, but the beauty and the love and it's so, it's so much, and it's it's willing. To, you're almost you're like willing to suffer for it. He said, and I thought oh. that was so powerful. It's like it's you're willing to suffer for it, and I think oh. as Americans, especially living in America, we're trying to do everything to not suffer. 
Right. 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 Isn't like, that it's like, like we're, we're I want to be in the safest, comfortable right. Yeah. And what we are trying to do constantly is get back to the way things used to be. Right. So we are allergic to anything not feeling good in the moment and wow. not being comfortable. And you know what is so just I mean, soul filling is to recognize um I like this life. <laughs> I like this story and I'm going to live in this and no, this is not what I wanted or what I thought my life would be like. I should say when I was a little girl and yet I love my life and I really think there's something powerful about training your brain Mm. to love what's around you. What's on the, the tip of your nose rather than how you thought it was going to be. Wow. Wow, there are people right now needing to hear this. There are people needing to hear this. Oh, it's so well, well, true. true. You know, John sixteen thirty three is true. In this world, we will have trouble, trouble but, but we can be, be of good cheer. cheer. We can take heart because He's overcome the world. Amen. And the reality is, everybody's got tremendous pain and problems, no matter how life how good their life looks, no matter how much they feel like everything is picture perfect. They still got suffering. Life happens to us all, you know? So what are we going to do with that one life? And I really feel so called to share anywhere I can that suffering is not the end of the story, that actually suffering is the beginning of something new that God is birthing in your story. And that's pretty radical thinking in America right now is that suffering can actually be the avenue to something new. Wow. Wow. That is so good. That is so good. You know, know, as, as believers, you both would understand this. I don't know that the world would, but that's the story of Jesus. Right. That's right. You know, through suffering, the Mm -hmm. suffering savior, something new comes. I know. It's just, you know, as I sit here and listen to you, Catherine, I I think of those in our life, Jolene and I both, who know, you know, Kelly, who had a lung transplant. She had CF. She was on her deathbed, and God brought her. A husband, twins. Twins, and and a pair of lungs. And a pair of lungs. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And. But she's All a part of, of Catherine's good heart. Yes. Like th- th- there's something that like they can almost see Kevin in a different way. I know. And I, that's I'm jealous. So, in a- <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's so, it's so, so weird. So, I'm, oh, I'm like, no. I'm, I'm desiring. Yeah. You know, to, to share in the suffering. To share in the suffering. Scripture says, share in the suffering. And we're all trying to get as comfortable yeah. as possible. Yeah. And she, right. And she is, I mean, you know, your first book, Hope Heals, was your story. Mm-hmm. But right. you guys just came out with another book called Suffer Strong. Yes. Can you exactly. unpack that a little bit? Absolutely. So the, the idea of Suffer Strong is ah, that, that that book such is... Such good words. <laughs> I just love that, how you do that. Right. You put like great words thank together. You. Thank you. God gives them that, to you, Catherine. He just thank does. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. I mean, suffering with strength... Uh, is not really a concept we want to engage in this world <laughs> that we will suffer, but you can do it with strength. And I think tragically in 
this generation, particularly in the Western world, yes, we want to be extremely comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the notion of suffering well is something we're absolutely allergic to. <laughs> and so um, true. You know, when when I had a stroke at 26 years old, my life was completely and totally upended in every way. And in much reflection and through many, many years and tears and definitely didn't just wake up the morning after and think this, Mm -hmm. but... I have woken up to the the upending of my life actually made it easier to fit into the upside down kingdom of God. Oh, that is so good. Uh, Say that again. I was just going to say, say that again. Say that again. Oh. Oh, Uh, the upending of my life allowed me to fit more directly into the upside-down kingdom of God. And I love this idea of redefining, and that is part of it, is learning to redefine everything I ever understood with the lens of the upside-down kingdom. So I've been kind of on a mission, and that's what Suffer Strong is, is redefining concepts that the world hijacked. And I thought it had to be this way or there couldn't be joy. Or I thought this expectation is what I was supposed to to live for. You know, mm. even, even as a sweet Christian girl, I still wanted this and that. And this notion that life, life defines us, you know, life defines everything that we know. We grow and we learn and life defines us. And perhaps suffering redefines us as different people. We emerge differently. We've been um, redefined and ultimately hope refines us so that we can emerge differently and that we can become different people because of the hope that we have. And we, you know, part of what I talk a lot about is that um, we get to determine how we tell this story. Wow, you know, mm-hmm. we get to, we get part of our job as Christians and Christian parents actually right. is to re-narrate the world to the world, is to tell our children and tell our own hearts that this is not the end. And we're not hearing that message. We're hearing the message that you are the victim of your story, <laughs> that you're powerless. And it's complicated for a Christian because we are powerless. It's through his strength and our weakness, absolutely. But it is recognizing that. That because of Jesus, we are ultimately powerful. We are not the victims of our stories. So good. And if anyone could even have a moment pity party, I'm like, it's you, right? Like, right. And she comes out there on that stage and she, you know, here she's this international speaker. And then partway through oh. your talk the other day when we were mm-hmm. all in Georgia, you stand. She stands. You stand and you said something about your wheelchair I want you to share Mm. with our listeners. I thought it was so powerful. Like, oh, I'm so sorry you're in a wheelchair. I'm so sorry you have to have a Mm -hmm. cane. I'm so sorry your foot is broken. And Catherine flips that. (laughs) 
right. in the Upside Down Kingdom. That's right. Share what you said on stage that day, if you remember. I love it. I love oh, it. I love absolutely. it. Absolutely. Well, well I, I'm I'm not sure which of two. Okay, I want to hear both of them then. Saying, we want we both want both. Absolutely. We want the sequel of version. <laughs> absolutely. Okay, two things that are super important about my wheelchair. Number one is that we're all living out different wheelchairs. Let's go. Some have invisible wheelchairs, I call them. Some have ones on the outside. We're all disabled. We've all got wheelchairs. We all <laughs> cannot do our lives. So there's wheelchairs in every story. Many times you just don't see them. People are dealing with all sorts of wheelchairs, whether it's financial, whether it's relational, right, right. Me- haunting, memory, shame, guilt, so much pain. We all have stuff going on inside of us. But the second thing I talk a lot about that I love is that people want to say Catherine is wheelchair bound. And you hear that a lot, wheelchair bound. Right, I But do. the reality is I'm not bound by the wheelchair. I'm actually wheelchair free because the I wheelchair... Yes, right. she's wheelchair free. Right. Yes, it's true. It's true. The wheelchair is actually my avenue to freedom. The wheelchair enables me to go where I want to go, to Love be it. in the rooms I want to be in. Mm. That the reality is the wheelchair gets me there. Okay. It takes me where I want to go. And I think since I am saying and believing that we all have wheelchairs, I think the same can be true in all of our stories, that we can be wheelchair free, all of us, because we recognize them and we navigate them and they become part of our toolkit that God uses in our stories. Amen. Amen. And I know there's some listeners who are feeling wheelchair bound Mm -hmm. in their situation, like you said, with their finances, with their marriage, with their health, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And Catherine is speaking a now word to you (laughs) through the Holy Spirit. We are actually wheelchair free. We are free. We are free to step in the inheritance of what God has created us to be if we're willing to live in the upside down kingdom. That's right. You know, you kind of die to yourself Mm -hmm. and nobody wants to do that. We're trying to preserve our life. I mean, I didn't wake up thinking I'm going to die today. I'm like, I know my life's a vapor. We say that as followers of Jesus, like we're all exiting here. But the reality is she had that massive, she should have never lived. Mm -hmm. She should never be speaking on this podcast. But God decided to create a doctor for this very moment that she was going to be taken to UCLA to preserve her life so that she could go to the ends of the earth and share the gospel and the good news and allow people to see through a very beautiful person. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny? I'll see people mm-hmm. and they're like, she's so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like She's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And he uses oh, people, his glory, you so fearfully. Sweet. You're gorgeous. Fearfully and wonderfully oh, made. And then her heart speaks and she mm-hmm. just goes to a whole nother place. Right. It's like, we're missing it. You've been given a gift from God of an ability, Catherine. It's, it's actually supernatural. As I'm listening, I have the chills, to renew your mind. You've been able to control the high ground. And we all need to do this. It's very difficult. And Mm -hmm. for some reason, and I love how you share that there's still tears. 
Of course there's tears, but that that you can control the high ground and get a heavenly perspective Mm. that we're all trying, like seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And then all these things down here will be added to you as well. Mm, And you live that out so well, well. Oh, oh, you are so uh, and your man. Can we just can we do a shout out for your man for a minute? Can we just do a little uh, moment of your like hello yeah. that God would create a husband mm-hmm. like that for you? That's such a young age when you're staring at your bride doing a covenant before the Lord mm-hmm. in sickness right. and in health, in completely healthy bodies yeah. and in completely no ailments at all. They had no you know pre-existing anything, right? And exactly. they they're you know. Going to pursue the Lord through law, through having a baby, starting a family, and 26 years old. Mm-hmm. My son just turned 25, and I just got the chills because he's married. He's in law school at Baylor, and that's—I mean—that you're you're his life right now. Like that, his wife could have a baby. I mean, who knows, right? And so this is right. the thing: we're so busy trying to save our life when God wants us to lose it. Right. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. You're, you're so exactly right. Preach, Catherine. Preach. Oh, I mean, it's well, so hey, good. You're, you're doing it too. You're preaching life too. No, it's 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 the wisdom that's coming out of your mouth mm. at your young age is epic. It's epic, and it's so in love. I mean, just even realizing how many people are listening right now that are walking around in invisible wheelchairs. Right, right, yeah. Oh, and and your compassion to be even just aware of that. How did the camp start? Was that because you were getting inundated off your book? People were like, hey, I have a child in a wheelchair, or hey, my husband just had a stroke, or how did that come about yeah, that you and, and your man created it, that? Yeah, yes, and all of that. We were doing so much speaking and writing and specifically advocating for the disability community. And we just saw such a deep need yes. for what came could offer families just a, a respite and a change in routine and the camp is totally free so it's like a vacation for free um where they're just celebrating people who also get it they mm-hmm. get that the american right. the american dream is not available so what are they going to do with us broken lives and can we celebrate um God's presence here and now and not try to heal or fix or cure or change anything but just celebrate wow. being together and mm-hmm. it's glorious it's really um it's it's profound what does impact. it cost you guys to bring a family what is a family cost I want our listeners uh, you to know. are so sweet uh, well most families have a lot more members than this because so many in the uh, the disability community adopt it's beautiful right but to sit to send a family of four to camp yes cost us fifteen hundred dollars okay and we we basically scholarship we raise money all your all of my speaking fees go to the camp so that they are directly to hope hills camp actually which is really um just, we didn't realize it, but a really cool way to set it up because I'm I'm the biggest donor. Yeah, <laughs> <to my laughs> it's, it's a blessing. It's really cool, um, and we you know we gather 800 people from all over the country in rural Alabama in the middle of the summer, and it's glorious. It's just mm. really this incredible. Um, breath and just deep encouragement for families to keep Mm -hmm. going and live in their heart story. Mm -hmm. 
Well, we have a new segment on our Splash podcast called Too Good to Be True. And you, my dear friend, are just too good to be true. When people hear <laughs> oh. that, and yet it's not, right? It's, it's, oh. it's Christ in you. And so we as a Splash podcast would like to send two families or oh, a big family is... of eight to the camp. And how oh. do we do that? Do we go to hopeheals.org or and anyone else listening want to send a family for $1,500? Skip your uh, own Disney cruise and send somebody on, at this moment. Listen. But we're going to spend, <laughs> yeah. Barbara and I want to send two families or a big family of eight, whatever you guys want to do, to that Hope Heals next so summer. Kind. It's so, so exciting. Kind. No, there's, it's so in our joy. This is so amazing. But where can our listeners pitch in? Oh, uh, well, everything is Hope Heals. It's okay. super easy. So it's hopeheals.com or hopeheelscamp.org or Hope Heals, anywhere you want to, to donate. Great. And that is um, such a blessing. I can't thank you enough. I'm shameless in asking for money because I just feel so strongly that these families get to come and mm-hmm. just... Uh, it's it's really powerful what happens. So it, I can't say yeah. thank you enough. It's life changing um, to it see is. people whose lives have been utterly mm-hmm. ravaged by <laughs> disability. I mean, so much pain and no money. I should add. You know, everybody spent every dadgum dollar they have mm-hmm. trying to get their family member well. I mean, yep. It's tragic, and it is. So and I, I know. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I it's just bringing no. back so many memories of. Camp Firefly, and when I was there, um, how there's so much attention on the disabled child that the other children in the family get are kind of put, are little, neglected, yeah. oh, and then are, and then marriages exactly. are you know not good. There's so much taxing you know, on them, taxing yeah. on them, and the, the marriages are are in mm, trouble. And mm. so, thank you for yes. what you are doing because oh, I know it's bringing such so joy to Barbara. so many people and their families. And yeah, oh it, well, it is, it is a joy sweet. of my life. And you know, it's that beautiful truth in Second Corinthians one that we yes. get to comfort others with the comfort that we've received, Amen. and it's a cycle. We, mm. I'm filled and fueled with comfort as I comfort others. So. I I love it. I can't believe the Lord lets me do it. And I can't say thank y'all enough for being a part of it. Wow. Yeah. It thank really you for letting us splash over on that camp a little bit. We love it. And we want to thank you for joining us in the yes. Splash Zone today and for just being a woman after God's own heart, mm-hmm. for oh. finishing well, your husband caring that you finish well, mm-hmm. your family, mm-hmm. you're raising young men that are learning what compassion actually looks yeah. like, that it's not just a cute little word that you mm-hmm. hang in your house. And we just wish you all God's goodness and that if anyone's listening and wants to bring Catherine to her church, pay her a boatload of money because it all right. goes to Hope Heals. Yes. Give her the big <laughs> funds as we're talking because I'll ask for money for you all day long, Catherine. I think it's absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. And Splash Family, thank you for thank joining you. us in this new year, 2022. I'm Hope. I'd love to hear what your word is for Hope and Hope Heals. And splash a little hope and love on someone because it's going to heal your soul That's and it's going to rehydrate right. you and give you vision and clear your mind to be able to run the race that God has set before you, fixing your eyes on Jesus. Live wheelchair free. Mm. Thank you, Catherine. Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com.